We got the final segment popping off right now, ladies and gentlemen, on the hottest form of Alabama football news, notes, and information. You know what it is. It's in my own words with yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine live in studios. Next week, game week for Alabama football. We can stop hearing about football. We can stop talking about football. We can finally watch some guys on the field wearing crimson and white representing the University of Alabama. Crimson Tide taking on Duke next Saturday, that being August 31st inside Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia. And uh, after looking at some various topics, the latest one being on inside linebacker Christian Harris, the true freshman four-star out of Baton Rouge, Louisiana, University Lab School. And is he the best option for that second inside backer position opposite Dylan Moses? We now tidy up loose ends with looking at Crimson Tide grooming up a pass rush. Nick Saban, Alabama restoring a pass rush for this upcoming season. And to this day, It has been seven months since the national championship game back in January that featured Alabama and the Clemson Tigers. It's been seven months since then. But I'm still getting emails, phone calls, text messages, direct messages from fans that ask me, you know, Stephen, what happened in that game? I'm still not processing it. I still don't understand. I still don't get it. How did Alabama lose that game? You had Tua, you had the receivers, you had the defense, you had the coach, and you you got Nick Saban. You got the Zen master of college football. How, how did Bama lose? Steven, I'm still losing sleep. I still can't quite understand what happened. So, a lot of people look at the two interceptions that Tua Tagovailoa threw one return for a pick six. You have some folks that look at the Alabama defense that had struggled for the majority of the year. If it against Clemson, the secondary, the linebackers were not properly reading the keys. And then you have some folks even look at the coaching staff, the assistant coaches under Nick Saban that had their minds on other various jobs and other programs. And though all three of those variables played a role, the biggest link, The biggest issue as to why Alabama lost that game and why Alabama kind of had some issues down the stretch in the postseason against Georgia, Oklahoma, and Clemson, the lack of a consistent, persistent, ferocious, tenacious pass rush. That's what happened. If you go back to the game against Georgia, Southeastern Conference title game, Jake Fromm was spinning the football, and he was putting it where he wanted it at, and he was playing, dropping dimes everywhere. Bama was giving him exactly what he wanted. And it was until the defense kind of stiffened up in the second half to where Alabama was able to make the comeback. But there were times in that game against Georgia where the pass rush was non-existent. And then you look at the semifinal matchup, the Capital One Orange Bowl against Oklahoma. Though that game was never really truly in doubt, 
The lack of a pass rush consistently in that matchup allowed for Kyler Murray, Lincoln Riley, and the Sooners to make the game interesting late in the competition, late in the matchup, which led to, against Clemson, you had nobody getting to Trevor Lawrence. You did not have that one guy or those group of guys that will consistently, effectively get to the quarterback. And when you do not have that, and Trevor Lawrence is able to sit back there in the pocket and make progressions, go through reads, and fire darts down the field, you get a performance that he had, which was 347 passing yards and three touchdowns in a 44-16 win. So to answer all questions as to why the loss happened, I can't quite understand. The loss, the lack of a consistent, efficient pass rush was the reason Alabama dropped the game to the Clemson Tigers. And uh, Nick Saban, during his presser on Thursday prior to the end of the week, uh, the final week of fall camp, that being, Saban talked about how Alabama's grooming pass rushers. They are, de- they are developing guys to restore that area of its game, that dimension, that element of what makes the Bama factor so good is having those guys that are relentless in affecting the quarterback. And right now, we pretty much already know who the main headline guys are. I mean, Raekwon Davis, definitely a headline guy as an inside pass rusher, a guy that took a step back last year, but now he's getting back to what made him so special as a sophomore, and he's ready to have a big year. He's ready to break back out and reintroduce himself to the world. Nick Saban mentioning that Raekwon Davis becoming a much better inside pass rusher. And then you got LeBron Ray, a guy that was a five-star in the 2017 class out of Madison, Alabama, product of James Clemens High School, a guy that's ready to truly break out this year. I've had a little ankle surgery, a little ankle injury over the summer, but He's back now, finally going in practice. And I remember talking to a former Tide standout, Rudy Griffin, who is right now coaching at the JUCO ranks in Mississippi. But prior to him taking that job, he was the defensive coordinator and uh, linebackers coach or defensive line coach for Hewitt Trustville. And uh, I remember Griffin telling telling me that when Hewitt Trustville took on – James Clemens high in the 7A playoff game there, and he got a chance to look at LeBron Ray firsthand. He said, in quote, this guy, fast, speedy, athletic, quick twitch, my NFL comp for him, Terrell Suggs. That was Rudy Griffin's NFL comp for LeBron Ray, T-Sizzle, Terrell Suggs. So that's that's a big deal right there. So you got LeBron Ray, you got Raekwon Davis, and then you got a guy in DJ Dale who, as a true freshman, not too many people know about. He's proje- he's expected by the young man that trains him, Leonard Stevens, to get 10 sacks. I'm holding DJ Dale to that, but it could very well possibly happen. But your more notable guys here, you got Raekwon Davis, LeBron Ray, you've got Terrell Lewis, the freak of freaks who has missed 25 career games in the last two years. The anxiety for this man to get back on the field and show his beastliness is crazy right now. He is so ready to get back on the field and show he can sustain a full season to be healthy. 
And along with Terrell Lewis, you got his bash brother and Anthony Jennings, who had a bounce back year a season ago, 50 tackles, 13 of those for loss, five and a half sacks, a team high 11 pass breakups. When Anthony Jennings spoke in front of the media about how excited he is to have both Terrell Lewis and Christopher Allen back, the young man had to hold himself from crying. He basically said, man, you have no idea. I am so happy. T. Lou is ready. T. Lou is ready to go. He's ready to ball. Chris Allen, Christopher Allen has grown into a leadership role. Like Anthony Jennings is bubbling over. This man, Uber, excited to have both Lewis and Allen back. And Allen, much like Lewis, a guy that was cracking skulls in uh in spring ball, a couple of springs ago, spring practices ago, this was a guy that was busting heads in spring ball. And when he got hurt this past summer, no knee injury, and Alabama did not have him on the field. So to have those three guys, the trio of Lewis, Jennings, Allen back, is a big deal. And then uh, on top of that, you've got King Wakuda and Kevin Harris II, two true freshmen that Nick Saban talked about they have a lot of rush ability. Still working out the kinks in those two and trying to get them to put the high school tendencies behind. But both guys have a lot of talent. They got ability. And they have what it takes to try to affect the quarterback. I mean, there's other guys in the mix. Guys like Justin DeBoigby. You know, he's got some rush ability. Also, Antonio Alfano, the five-star true freshman out of New Jersey. He's got some rush ability. There are a lot of guys on this team that can affect the quarterback. So that's what Nick Saban is trying to do. He's trying to develop these edge rushers to restore the pass rush that Alabama did not have during the latter portion of the 2018 season, in particular consistently now against Georgia Southeastern Conference title game, Oklahoma, Capital One Orange Bowl, and of course Clemson in the college football playoff national championship. Pass rushers here. I mentioned in a previous podcast when I talked about how Alabama's potential projected pass rush leaders, I got this team, even with the Yabi and Noma gone, I got this team still projected at 50 plus sacks due to the hunger, due to the uh, additions of uh, Sal Sanceri, outside linebackers coach, Brian Baker, defensive line coach. These two, a ton of experience. These two, a ton of knowledge. They know how to coach their respective positions and get these guys to understand how critical it is to get after the quarterback, affect the passer, and make the opposing, the opposing team's passing game Little to none effect at all. So these guys know what they're doing. The big thing for Alabama, keeping guys healthy, keeping guys focused, keeping guys on the main key. But people, Nick Saban is developing, is getting the inside rushers prepared for a season to which it's going to get after the quarterback. It's going to affect the passing game, and it's going to get back to being that defense that is heavily feared in college football upon the opposition getting off the bus. But folks, that's going to do it here 
for this week's edition of shows, Touchdown Alabama Magazine, in my own words, hottest show in the streets. Got to remind you about the Touchdown Alabama Magazine app. Game week is next week. You want all the news and notes on your tide? You don't want to be left out? You want to be the smart fan? Download the app right now. You can get it via the iPhone App Store. If you're rocking Team Apple, Google Play Store, if you got the Android phone, you check out the podcast options at the bottom of the screen here. You subscribe to TDAlabamaMag.com to get all the practice info, highlights, player interviews, whatever you want to be informed on your Crimson Tide. TDAlabamaMag.com, the site to go and pick that up. And also subscribe to Touchdown Alabama Magazine on YouTube. Over 1 million video views for the channel. Over 5,000 subscribers strong. Thanks to you, the dedicated Crimson Tide football fan. When we return to start next week's edition of shows, we will dive into... We got a guest coming on, actually. A good friend of mine that's now at the ACC Digital Network will be coming on to break down the Duke Blue Devils. Folks, for all of us here at Touchdown Alabama Magazine... I'm yours truly, Stephen M. Smith. Till next time, folks. It's been in my own words.